And welcome back to another episode of the Sharing Time Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Sean Rapier. I'm Ken Craig. And we're so happy to be here and uh, talking about something that is near and dear to everybody's hearts, family home evening. Family home evening. And to our audience out there, we welcome you, uh, Marie, Layton, uh, Cindy, we've got a bunch of people online right now. Welcome to all of you. We would love to hear your thoughts and comments as we get rolling. But Ken, when I say family home evening, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Contention. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, in all honesty, the first thing that pops in my mind is Baskin-Robbins ice cream. Baskin-Robbins. That was Talk a staple growing up for me. That was... Uh, that was uh, my earliest memories of having family home evening when I was very young was uh, at the end of whatever lesson, whatever activity we had going at home, my dad would say, let's load up in the car and we'd head over to Baskin Robbins. I'm pretty sure that is what kept my dad consistently doing family home evening. <laughs> was like, well, there's going to be ice cream at the end. This much I know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I that's what I remember most from my Baskin youth. Robbins. Yeah. So it you, was the ice cream place, you know, in the late seventies. <laughs> so. I'm going to throw this out as a as, as a challenge because uh, Ken, we're pretty much the same age. We're both from California. Did you ever? What was the place? Thrifty. Did you ever go to oh, yeah. Thrifty for ice they cream? They had like the cylinder. They scoops, had the right? cylinder scoop. <laughs> yeah, and it was like I'm pretty sure you got like seven scoops for like eleven cents, <laughs> something right. like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Baskin Robbins was the premium. It was premium. Yeah, that it was. was the good stuff. Uh, Cindy Threadgold says uh, first thing that comes to her mind: moaning and groaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cindy, that's so funny. Yeah, uh, but but you guys now is this is this something you've carried over to your family? Are Going treats, out for ice cream, like are uh, treats generally a part? Is that one yeah, of the ingredients? Yeah, I think treats are generally a part. Yes. Yeah. 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 Whether it's brownies or something, something yeah. is going to be served. And yeah. by the way, for our our Facebook Live audience. We would love to hear. Uh, Marie says she misses Thrifty. I miss Thrifty too. Wasn't that cool? They had the, that weird cylinder ice cream. Now everything's so fancy. Now here I am going to sound like the oldest man alive. <laughs> Back in my day, we had you used chocolate. fancy. So yeah, <laughs> we, we had. Yeah, I did say fancy first of all, <laughs> but we had chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, and flavor of the month. Whatever that was, maybe maybe Neapolitan. But uh, that was about it. Now you got to pay twelve bucks for an ice cream oh cone. Oh my, it's insane! And you get forty-seven things mixed into it, and it's yeah. um, you know, organic milk and stuff. <laughs> I, I, the goat milk ice cream. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Baskin Robbins ice cream that was packaged in the '70s is still being served now. <laughs> That's it right. has a shelf life of like forever. Yeah. No, I think it's still good. But you're right. I don't. I don't. That's not my go-to anymore. But, yeah, I, uh, I don't think to go to to Baskin Robbins. No. And do they have more than thirty-one flavors now? Uh, if they want to compete, no, I don't. I don't know. Sydney Threadgold, if they want to compete, maybe they don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sydney Threadgold is saying twenty-five cent scoops at Thrifty in Arizona. Really? Like, like right now? Yeah. That's, Sean, that's get the car keys. <laughs> Folks, we want to thank you for joining us. <laughs> Ken and I are going to we Arizona. We will see you in Arizona. <laughs> we, we definitely need to check that, <laughs> that out. That'd be awesome. All right, so so walk us through in 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 the Craig home. What is family home? Modern day. You, modern day. How how official is it? Do you have a system? Talk to us. It was 
so for uh, many years, it, it is still, yeah, it is, it is a focal thing for us. Mondays yeah. is going to be, the family's going to be together. Um, when I was, I can tell you when it meant the most to me was, uh, you know, when I was serving as a, a bishop in Las Vegas, it was, I, I will always remember the outgoing bishop who was getting released when I got put in. He made a promise to the ward, if you will leave Bishop Craig alone on Monday nights, he will give you 100% of himself the rest oh, wow. of the time. That's beautiful. That's I didn't really ask, cool. you know, I had no idea when he was, I was like, oh, okay. But those not Monday nights became, you know, between work and calling and stuff, I knew it was going to be just home with my family. And I looked forward to that. It was just kind of a sanctuary, you know, it was just, it was untouched. It was going to be left alone. And to this day, it still feels like that. Like it's a, it's a night that people don't schedule things and it's, right. And it's kind of, you know, uh, you have just a little more, um, I don't know, just being left alone for that evening. And so, uh, yeah, we do. Um, we all gather and I think, I know I've mentioned this to you before, but we have a family journal that was right. given to us when we first got married. And that is the night that we write in it, what everyone's highlight for the past week. Uh, and so that's become kind of a treasure that we, and, and a lot of times when, uh, when Katie's writing in it, she'll read, she'll go 10 years ago. This is what we wow. wrote and she'll, you know, whatever the closest date is to that. And, and, uh, and so it's kind of fun to have this family record, this family history. Sure. And, and that's one of the things that sort of pulls us all together on Monday is to, is to have time to kind of reflect and and uh, kind of track what our family's been doing. Um, and there's always singing, and there's always prayer. And a message will, you know, it, it's not like a long, especially now that we do like the Come Follow Me program at home and, and stuff like that. Yeah. The message part is really just maybe something heartfelt or something that's been on your mind that week. I noticed that one of our kids was doing this. I wanted to highlight them. I thought it was so great when mm. they did this. Or... Here's a part of our family culture we need to focus on. We need to be quicker to forgive or whatever it is. If it's something, yeah. you know, as a parent, you're always observing and logging away the way that your children have disappointed you. <laughs> and what better way? Kids have <laughs> or <a> time. <laughs> yeah. And now is the moment where I go through how you've all disappointed That's me. That's right. You'll get that thrifty scoop, but first I'm going to serve gonna go, you up something else. Yeah. Well, I have a very important highlight because the message boards have blown up about thrifty ice cream. And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Cindy says, no, not now, when the kids were little. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we did not get in the car and take Marie up. had said that it was worth a trip to Arizona. Arizona for the 25 cent scoop Amen. and Leighton asked if we would pick him up in Cedar City on our way down but alas we will have to we'll have to deal with the Ben and the Jerry yeah so yeah, uh, yeah I, I think you know and again we'd love to hear from uh, our our Facebook live audience but I think you're right that that maybe family home evening plays a different role now with come follow me it you know and we did this uh, it was two years ago when we did the church the home focus Home-centered, church-supported. They talked about that when uh, when Elder Cook was rolling that out. He talked about family home evening and Sunday being kind of a time for teaching yeah. and Monday night for a kind of family activity. And yeah. so it was sort of divided, or at least you have options, right? Whatever works best for your right. family. Like you were saying just when we last uh, on our last episode about maybe not so much rigidity on yeah, things. And not, I think, not as structured. I think, I think home evening is one of those. I, I think it's, uh, you know, we use it more as a time for family counsel. Yeah. You know, I, I love that the church has, 
<laughs> I think my I think my family doesn't love it as much because <laughs> all of a sudden something will bug me and I'll go family council right now. <laughs> Everybody, it's not Monday. <laughs> I don't care. Get on the couch. We are having a council now. You sound like Michael Scott with the boardroom. Everybody in the boardroom. <laughs> Everybody in the boardroom. Everybody in the it's, living room. Family it's council. Same, it's the same thing. Get in the living room. Family council. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's like this weird trump card that everybody in the family holds. Like, <laughs> you best stop arguing or we are about to have a family that's council. Right. Do you want another family council? Do you really want a family council? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how we treat it more now. Growing up, it was pretty formal. And yeah. actually, when our kids were little, you know, again, we're down to one teenager. Yeah. <laughs> one teenager who just won't leave. No, I'm just kidding. We love having <laughs> Keaton at home. But it's very different, you know. It's not like, you know, we we had – my wife bought the most adorable, like, board that had pegs, and we had everybody's name on the pegs. Yes. And one was yeah. the prayer, and one was the song. Yeah. And by the way, Rapier's. We've been raising children now for uh, 23 years, 22 years, 23 years. Never once have we gotten through a hymn of any worth whatsoever. (laughs) We have made the world a worse place by trying to sing as a family. It's the most, like, and we, I don't know why, every few months we think, well, we should go back to that. And then we all start singing, and none of us want to sing louder than the other. Uh, my wife has a lovely voice, but she doesn't want to be the only one singing. <laughs> my kids got my voice. I am literally tone deaf. Did yeah. I ever tell you that, Ken, that I am literally tone deaf? No. So side story that'll tie back into Family Home Evening. I did a lot of theater when I was a teenager, and uh, I loved musical theater, and I didn't know that I couldn't <laughs> sing, and I didn't know that I was tone deaf. <laughs> and so I was doing uh, a play... I don't remember what the play was, uh, but I was doing a play and I was in the chorus, you know, and the whole group of us were there. We were singing in rehearsals and the chorister was there and everything. And I was singing, singing my guts out, having a good old time. I was probably like 12 and uh, she stops the whole thing. Everybody stop, stop. Someone over here is off key. And I went, all right, who is the idiot that is ruining things? Come on, guy, get in key. Sure enough. Through process of elimination, it was me, and I was told to sing softer. <laughs> wow. So then I was introduced to a vocal coach, and the vocal coach said, there's no such thing as tone deaf. I can teach anybody to sing. Anybody. I can teach them to sing. It's just, and she had been teaching for 20 years or something like that. I did about five lessons, and she said, I'm not kidding. You are tone deaf. <laughs> she said, I didn't know it was a real thing. <laughs> People tell me all the time, she said, I have been successfully taught hundreds of people to sing. Sean, you have zero hope. I will be telling your story for the rest of my career. (laughs) You will be the example. And that was me, Ken. I am tone deaf. So I don't don't know that I, I don't know what it takes to be technically or clinically tone deaf, but I have to be close. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not a, I'm not. And it pains me because I love music and love singing so much. And I am not. It is not in my wheelhouse. I mean, even my wife, who is in love with me, yeah. <laughs> will not spare my feelings <laughs> by trying to encourage me <laughs> to sing. So, so we will circle back to family home evening in a moment. But this is this is a true story. This is a confession <laughs> that I'm very embarrassed to say. I lip sync at church. <laughs> 
Kenneth, the truth. I don't actually sing in church. I have a song in my heart. But when when my son David was about four years old, three or four years old, I was singing, and I, knowing I can't sing, I sing very quietly, very low, and I was singing very low at the time. And David reached up, covered my mouth, and said, Daddy, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad. So <laughs> it was my friend uh, my friend Charlotte was uh um she was the organ player in our ward when I was when I was bishop and so <laughs> she was right behind us the, the bishop break. <laughs> so there was one time where I leaned back and I said, you know, kind of in jest, I'm so sorry you have to hear us and she's like, "Yeah, it's pretty rough." <laughs> like it's bad. You guys are all really bad. <laughs> and then we, I got released. We moved up to Utah. She's still down there. She texts me and she goes, yeah, the new bishopric is just as bad. <laughs> and I was oddly comforted by that. <laughs> that's pretty bold well, to tell your bishop. The worst. Yeah. Telling your bishop how badly you sing. Oh, yeah. Hey, Charlotte, can I see your recommend for a second? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what calling do you wish you never had? Yeah. Guess what? Congratulations. That's your new calling. Yeah, it's uh, anyway. It, it was. It's it's one of those things that when we try to sing together as a family, yeah, it's just bad, and it's we're all <laughs> off key and off tempo. And I think we've finally realized it and given up. Um, in fact, when we when we were you know again we're back at church now every week, but when we were doing church here every week, <laughs> we we literally didn't even try. We would play songs we'd go to the music section of the uh the latter-day saint channel you know we'd turn on oh, the yeah. apple tv mm-hmm. go to mm-hmm. the latter-day saint channel and we would watch either the choir or jenny oaks baker or somebody do some music <laughs> and we would nod and we'd go well isn't that beautiful <laughs> around at each other. <laughs> our opening hymn this week will be given by the bonner family <laughs> and we would play it through our beautiful speakers and it sounded really amazing uh, Cindy Threadgold says she used to think her mom was off. wasn't until years later I realized uh, she was singing alto. <laughs> so, yeah, tricky stuff. I don't. I have no idea what I am, but I'm bad. So we don't. We don't do a <laughs> lot of singing. Not a part of it. Well, our Katie is very musical. And yeah, as a result, our kids are great very musical, singer. and I'm grateful because it is not. I have appreciation for music. That's about my, the extent of my gift. But I do love that my family is. Loves to do that. Yeah. But yeah. So for our Facebook live crowd, we'd love to know, what do you guys, like what components make up a family home evening? Yeah. Like, does it have to be on Monday? That's a question. I mean, we've kind of set that. When was that done, Ken? Do you know the history of that? In 1915. What? How do you know that? Did you just look it up? I, uh, I I do. I remember. No, I just remember that. I used to, you know, have to promote it quite a bit. But here's the promise associated with it. In 1915, the first presidency of the church gave us this promise. If the saints obey this council to hold family home evening, we promise that great blessings will result. Love at home and obedience to parents will increase. Faith will be developed in the hearts of the youth of Israel, and they will gain power to combat the evil influences and temptations which beset them. That was in the Improvement Era, June 1915. Wow. So that's powerful, Ken. Yeah, and that a powerful promise. It's beautiful. So, what parent wouldn't? More obedience. Right. We're doing this. More <laughs> so. obedience, not during 
the home evening per se. Not, <laughs> not, not, not during the actual meeting per se. More long lasting effect of it. Yeah. But what, yeah, what does that look like? I had a stake president who said, when it's my turn, you know, my wife and I will take turns. When it's my turn, it's family movie night. Yeah. And that was like from the pulpit. And I was like, amen to that. I sustain this, man. <laughs> That's kind of what we've turned into. Having a teenager and having only one kid at home is the biggest difference. Like we yeah. talk to him all yeah. the time. We yeah. talk to him on the spot. It's, it's always not, family home evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a lot of stuff builds up. You know, we just talk about it then or shoot, family council. Um, but, uh, but because of that. All right. So here's, here's the question. Have you ever like started doing something on a Monday, realized you didn't really plan a family home evening so you just retro called it like, you know, <laughs> this, yeah, yeah, this is what we just did. <laughs> that was this family home the evening. grocery store. <laughs> Count it kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, or, you know, I remember we do it like during Christmas time once, you know, it was Monday night. We had to run out and get something at like Walmart or whatever. And we were like, oh, we got to do this. We got to get that. Just bring the kids. We're calling it family home <laughs> yeah. evening. Turn kids. the radio off. We'll sing yeah. in the car. And we're, yeah, we're going to buy some caramels and call it family night. So. Yes, that has for sure happened in, in your... every family in the yes, church. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear we're not the only ones. Yeah, there's you no know. way. It gets hard. It gets tricky with a lot. I mean, you have how many kids do you have at home now? Well, we have five at home. Uh, Garen is technically at home, but he is in a YSA ward and he's in right. college. He's off doing his thing. So we have yeah. five five at home. So five really at home. It starts to get tricky, right? It feels, and I know five is a lot for, but we have eight. And so for us, it feels like we're almost halfway, you know, yeah. and it, feel, it does feel <laughs> different. In fact, Can, our, do, you have, do you have one of those thermometers? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that you color in when you get to the eight, it's over. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> when our oldest, when Abby left for college, you know, we we're in the same town, but she moved out into a dorm. And uh, <laughs> Katie, I still remember Katie being like, Hey, are we going to get out the Halloween decorations? And I was like, Oh, I was in a total funk because our nuclear family had yeah. been broken up and i was like I, that was kind of something we did when we were all together <laughs> it's just like we have seven more children at home counting on decorations going up <laughs> i was in such a mood and that's kind of like with family i mean we got five you know, oh, that's, what are we gonna do <laughs> that is so funny uh, but yeah that's uh it's still it ha it's still yeah. it still happens we yeah. still do activities together but it is a little more loosey-goosey it is a little more oh uh, that is so funny ken uh, we want to say hi to Tiffany, who we just love. Tiffany Anderson, uh, welcome to the show. So glad you're here. Uh, Leighton Evans says that uh, they did. They always did it on Monday when they were growing up, but then in middle school and high school, they started doing it on Sundays because uh, his sister, older brother, uh, had play practices. His sister had lacrosse. There was just a lot going on, and and you know I think that that's. We we got to that for a while. We yeah. got to a while where we would have Sunday nights where we'd just say, hey, we're we're doing... Well, and with your travel schedule, I bet Sundays were almost more of a guarantee than any other day. Yeah, really. I, I for sure. And I can't, I can't candy coat how great we are at Family Home Evening <laughs> with Tiffany being on because she lived with us for like six years, <laughs> five or six she years. She saw the and, sausage being made. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my ability to uh, pretend like we were amazing 
just flew out the window because we're going to get a lot of comments on here about, <laughs> really? I don't remember that. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, I mean, with my travel schedule and just all of the different, uh, you know, just all the different things with our kids, we have such unique family situations. We'd sometimes have to. We'd literally have to go, you know what, kids, sit down. Here's a scripture. Amen. <laughs> FHE is done. Go to bed. <laughs> Get away from me. Yeah. But other times it was just, uh, Tiffany says, that's why I'm here, guys, to keep him honest. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I mean, there were other times where, and I hate to say this, but like when the kids were younger, and I mean, we have some pretty active kids. I mean, not all of our listeners uh, or viewers certainly know, you know, I mean, we've adopted six kids from the state, all at different ages, a few of them with some serious, you know, emotional yeah, and behavioral means. issues. Yeah. There were times where it was like, okay, what movie will get everyone in the house to shut up? Because <laughs> we are watching that movie. Is it Brother Bear? Brother Bear. Tonight, Family Home Evening is Brother Bear and Popcorn. Yeah. And it's popcorn because they shove it in their mouths and they don't talk. <laughs> Kids, be quiet. I will sit in the recliner and fall asleep. We're watching Brother Bear. Yeah. I'm almost certain that is not the spirit of Family Home Evening, Ken. <laughs> I don't know if those promises are going <laughs> to make it all the way to the end of the trough. Promises. Yeah. In your house, do you, does it go by, I, there's Family Home Evening, Family Night, and FHE. <laughs> What what do you guys call it? Uh, I think we call it FHE. FHE? Yeah. That's such a churchy thing, right? Yes. I mean, not that family home evening isn't. Like, if you were to say to a non-member friend, why a family home evening? (laughs) (laughs) It's an evening where I'm home with my family. It's just like it sounds. that every night? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds weird. That's nothing. Let me tell you you about the Relief Society. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, uh, no, it's... uh, yeah, for us, I think it was a little bit of everything. Here, here's a question I'd love for anyone in our audience to chime in on this as well. Is there a time, like, when it is acceptable to call on a Monday night? You brought up the whole, you know, people didn't call you as the bishop on they Monday nights. or They weren't <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point and for the most part of course people didn't i mean yeah. if it, unless it was an emergency sure yeah. of course yeah, and yeah. you wanted them to call when it's an emergency yeah. it wasn't like hey yeah sorry sorry it was monday night but anyway our house burnt to the ground sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey we're watching cars too so if you could deal with your <laughs> personal crisis yeah. we've got thrifty ice cream <laughs> we're watching cars too yeah but uh yeah i I uh, <laughs> I don't remember where I was going with all that. Oh, yeah, the time. So the question is, like, sometimes I feel like if I really need to track someone down, I can sneak in that 5.30 p.m. call. Right. 5.30 or after 9. 5.30 or between 9 and 9.30. Yeah, yeah. Do you, when you make that call, and again, I'd love to hear from our, our Facebook Live audience, do you have to throw in the caveat of acknowledgement at the very beginning? Right. <laughs> I hope I didn't catch you in the middle of FH. Have you ever? Have you ever caught anyone in the middle of FH? <laughs> Even when it's like the right time. <laughs> like, hey, I know it's seven o'clock. No. Yeah. I know it's seven o'clock, but I was taking taking a flyer. Yeah, it's fine. I can talk. <laughs> it kind of feels like it's acceptable if you fall on your sword first. 
Right, right. You know, and it's funny because, like, it doesn't matter if you're calling about something that's actually important. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, uh, I know it's family home evening. I hope I wasn't interrupting. I'm not. Oh, good. Hey, where did you get that tie you had on Sunday? I really liked it. I liked to buy one just like it. Like, it doesn't matter what you're interrupting with as long as you acknowledge, I know it's Monday. I know I shouldn't be calling however I am. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you just do that. It also feels like, you know, if you're not and someone suggests that you are, you're like, I like that they gave me the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> to, to validate you, to validate you, Sean, my, uh, my sister-in-law, Trisha, she says, there is joy in quiet unity. So a movie and popcorn, there's joy in quiet unity. There is joy in quiet unity. That needs to be that? a hymn, Trisha. Get that written. Trisha, I'm I'm gonna knit that and hang it on my wall. There is joy and quiet unity. Also, uh, she says you can say we just finished, but are you available to speak? <laughs> we just finished FHE, but are you yeah. available? To- uh, we just finished our very righteous FHE, <laughs> as dictated by the prophet in 1915. You can probably tell by the spirit that you're feeling over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just calling to rebuke you because I. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what that's what I always laugh about is when someone calls me and says, "Hey, sorry, I know it's Monday night. Am I interrupting FHE? I just want to go. You clearly don't know me very well. <laughs> Either you're being flattering." Uh, David Fawcett, my old friend Dave, says, uh, "I called someone at four thirty p.m. on a Monday and caught them in the middle of FHE. Who does it that early? Four <laughs> thirty. Now, this goes back to our trick-or-treating Halloween night. No, it's... That's got to be pre-dinner. Family home evening. 4.30 is not the evening. No. no. Now, that's a family home maybe dusk at best (laughs) on a bad day. Dawn of the FHE. Yeah, Dave, that's funny. Oh, that's really, really good. So, yeah. Uh, Leighton Evans says it was always around 7 o'clock. That seems to be... You know, you have dinner, then you do the FHE. Does yeah. your family outside of ice cream, do you have a favorite snack, like a favorite treat? Uh, in the fall, my daughter Roxana is always, she should always be baking pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Wow. <laughs> like they're, it's it's like a constant, <laughs> it's just constantly happening. We're either eating them or they're being made or whatever. So that's kind of a go-to in the fall. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, and during the holidays, right at Christmas, it's whatever your ministering person drops off to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. If someone else brings you treats, that's just a bonus. Yeah. That's, that's the way to do it. But. Is it, is it ever the making of the treat is the activity? Like, do you guys bake as a family? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's something that you're all doing together. And yeah. Yeah. Especially I, if it's also if you're making it to deliver. To people like that's yeah that's, that's a good kind way of to the main it. activity yeah. I think so yeah. I have a sweet memory that's sweet now uh, for <laughs> at the time it was it was a rough night but uh, for our, our Facebook uh, audience and our podcast audience uh, Ken and I recently lost a very close friend uh, who unfortunately lost his battle with ALS but uh, many years ago before Chris was sick uh, we had Chris and Lisa and their little kids over. And we made popcorn treats, like Rice Krispie treats. Or whatever, yeah. It wasn't popcorn balls, it was Rice Krispie treats. Okay. And we were going to do these Rice Krispie balls and, and like make them into things. And we had this whole cute night planned. And two of our kids decided, you know what? I want to ruin everything. 
I want the spirit of contention. <laughs> I want, and there was no promise of anything. And it was so gonzo that night. I remember by the time it was over, Vanessa and I looked at Chris and Lisa and went, we're just sorry. <laughs> There's not much we can do except for apologize at this point. And I remember Chris and Lisa smiling and they're the best, you know, but they just smile at we love you guys. We're going to go. We're like, yeah, maybe you should go. Because the odds are the police are going to get involved at some point. And then it gets really awkward. So um, I should point out Dave Fawcett, the, my, my friend who uh, called at 4.30 p.m. says, oh, they were sure to make sure I knew I called in the middle of FAG. <laughs> I think that's like, I think that's, I don't know that I wouldn't have done that either. You know, it's yeah. not the right thing to do, but it's the, sure, you're calling in the middle of FHE. Please yeah. tell everyone you know I do FHE. <laughs> Dave, that's really, really funny, man. That is good. Dave, good guy. Ah, oh, too funny. Yeah, we've done it. You know, we've done that before where we've said cookie. And then sometimes we've had times where I like, we'll have dinner together and I'll go, does this count? Can we just count this? Yeah. Eating? Like, we were going to have dinner anyway. We had dinner the night before. We're going to do it again <laughs> the next night. But for some reason, hey, kids, let me tell you a story from the Bible. Now is it FHE? It's like, are there things, and we'd love to hear from our, our Facebook Live crowd, uh, are there things that, that have to go into it? I guess. Is it just one of those, you know it when you see it? <laughs> this was FHE. <laughs> this was, oh, trust me, kids. This was FHE. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have any? Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to hear if our audience has anything on that. And I wondered if you, if you had any memory, any specific memory from when you were younger of a of a particular FHE lesson or event, like something yeah. that happened that you're like that. When I hear FHE, I remember this specific Monday evening or whatever. Yeah, but it's not good. <laughs> And it is not good. Did the police show up? It's uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as when Chris and Lisa came over. But uh, I don't know why I remember this. But we used to always we would play games at the end. Like that oh, was yeah. our family thing. Our family thing when I was growing up was usually it was a lesson of some kind. Like, and again now with Come Follow Me, it would not that it would be weird to have a lesson, but we're doing a lot of lessening, which is great. Yeah. You know. But I don't, I don't see exactly the need for everybody sit down. Here's a half hour lesson, the day after we just did, right? You know, third hour, come follow me together, whatever. But, uh, but I remember my parents. We would play these these games at the end, and we got to choose, and it was always either like Mother May I. You remember Mother May yeah, I uh -huh. that game? Yeah, it was Mother May I or Freeze. <laughs> you know, Freeze like as you're run, you're running towards one. You know, and freeze, and then you try to get to him. And uh, my brother, uh, may he rest in peace. He's no <laughs> longer with us. Uh, and I love him. But just thinking about playing those games with him just still makes me angry. <laughs> like, I might need therapy because of family home evening Was games. he, like, super competitive? About super it? competitive, and he would change the rules in the middle of it, <laughs> and it would turn into a big fight. And then, like, I'm just about to, like, and he'd be the one saying, 
go freeze, go freeze, you know, and I'd be in front of my sister. Be just about to touch me, say, go think about freezing, and I'd move, and he'd go, oh, go to the bathroom. <laughs> jerk. So that sounds like an older brother. Yeah. So I did not always, I didn't always appreciate that. Um, Cindy Threadgold says that TV sports counted because we had four boys. <laughs> Monday night football. I, I'm I'm guilty of uh, watching a Laker game or two yeah. for, for family home evening. Yeah, yeah. And Tiffany says uh, my husband has two distinct FHE memories: one learning about Samuel on the wall and taking turns standing on the couch having pillows thrown at them. That's awesome. And two, if dad was in charge of FHE, it was because he was announcing they were moving again. Because <laughs> they moved a lot for his job. Uh-oh, dad's Uh-oh, in charge. oh I've seen this movie. Yeah. Dad's in charge. Where are we moving now? <laughs> See, I love hearing, you know, learning about Samuel the Lamanite by throwing pillows and stuff. Yes, yeah. I think that's really fun. I'll, I'll tell you one thing I love about FHE is if we ever wanted to like just race through it quickly, we would assign it to our son, JC. <laughs> because JC, <laughs> and it was the same thing with third hour. I love JC so much. He's a sweetheart of a kid. He's 18 now. He's actually moved out. And, uh, but it was funny. We'd say, okay, JC, you've got the lesson this week for, for FHE. I swear we'd sit down nine out of 10 times. It was, well, I want to show this movie. And then he'd show some church video. And at the end, he'd go, thoughts? <laughs> that was it, just thoughts. <laughs> and we'd go, well, JC, what do you think? And he'd go, I'm teaching. I'm asking everybody else. What are your thoughts? Go, brilliant. Well, yeah, JC, you know, I think there's this and I think there's that. And he'd go, okay, that's it. <laughs> the other one out of 10 times, he'd say, uh, so we'd tell him, JC, you can't do just a movie every time. It can't be a video every time. So he'd find some quote and he'd go, all right, the following is a quote from, you know, Ezra Taft Benson that I found, you know, on the, 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 the church app and he'd read it and it'd be like 34 seconds. He'd go, thoughts, <laughs> thoughts, <laughs> just look around. None that I want to say out loud right now, JC. <laughs> oh, I got thoughts, JC. I got thoughts. That's great. <laughs> oh, Ken, it's good times. We got we got some more great comments. Karma Johnson Merkley says, uh, it's the night we've waited for. Always a treat we have in store. We used to sing this song while getting ready for family night. It's the night we've waited for. Always a treat we have in store. Have you heard that before? Yeah. This is the night we've waited What? For. How did I miss this? She says, oh. and as a kid. We love we... each other more and more. What? Something on family night, yeah. When did this become a thing? Karma, I'm so glad you brought this up. 1915, John. She said. <laughs> <laughs> it's climbing the charts. <laughs> oh, I remember. I wasn't allowed to sing. She says, uh, we had a family night chart, and as kids, we always wanted to be the one assigned to being in charge of the treats. Yeah, because then you could choose the treat. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Tiffany says she wants to FaceTime JC next Monday. Unrelated. Totally unrelated, <laughs> of course. My my brother Justin just joined. Uh, hey, Justin. And uh, I wonder if he remembers this, because this is when we were awfully young. But FHE would often end with us wrestling with dad. Kind of, he'd be like on all fours, and we're kind of climbing all over yeah. him. And it would end... 
um, right about the time one of us would poke him in the <laughs> eye and and knock his contact out, and my dad, who who mellowed over the years, <laughs> and this was early on. <laughs> Would say nothing because for sure it would have been like expletives or whatever. He would just yeah. sit there holding his eye. And my mom would say, okay, everybody PJs and time for bed. And that was kind of like <laughs> run for the hills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad, you, you put, you literally poked the bear. <laughs> That's classic. Yeah. 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 It, it always ended. I don't, he was a very good sport about <laughs> letting us start that game because it ended the same every time with him getting injured. Yeah. When you have that many kids hanging on you, it's just what, when happen. we were kids, we did something. It was kind of similar. And this is a great memory. I have, uh, my dad used to do something that, and I didn't know what it meant. It was Ed Sullivan's oh. is what he would call it. Ed Sullivan time for Ed Sullivan. I thought when I was a kid, it was and Sullivan. And I didn't know what Helen Keller and Sullivan. Oh, oh and Hillary. and no, and Sul- I thought it was Ann Sullivan. Now we're going to do Ann Sullivan, which makes no sense. But it was Ed Sullivan, and what it harkened back to was the Ed Sullivan Show, which was a variety show yeah, yeah. back in the 1950s when my dad was a kid. Well, they would have acrobats come out, and so my dad would say, "It's Ed Sullivan time." He'd lay down on the floor and like he'd put his feet up in the air, you know, and we'd put our like stomach or chest on his feet and then put our arms out, you know, and he'd yeah, make it so yeah. we'd fly or then we'd see if we could like flip around and kind of sit on his feet and he'd do the bicycle thing, you know, or yeah. kind of push <laughs> us up and down. And then we'd always have to get down and do a big bow. That is a tremendous memory. <laughs> that's that is, awesome. That is an awesome memory. Yeah, that's yeah, great. I'm, he doesn't do that anymore. Funny enough, <laughs> I would have a talk. I have a, I'd have a family council about I, that. Uh, for some reason, me being a large man and him being in his mid seventies, <laughs> he just feels like it's time that that is passed. And so, uh, Leighton Evans does bring up, you know, at Easter watching the Lamb of God at Christmas. Boy, December is a gift. Yeah. For yeah. family home evening, yeah. that's a month I don't have to plan. <laughs> like. And and actually, that comes to and Leighton. I'm glad that you brought that up. He brought up uh, watching Mr. Kruger's Christmas. Oh yeah, is one for them. Uh, one for us. And this is always done as a family home evening. And I think it's a great memory our kids will always have. During the Christmas season, uh, we go as a family, and everybody picks out a uh, an ornament for the Christmas tree. Hmm. We go as a family. We'll usually go get some type of treat or something. Uh, but then we come back and we hang them on the Christmas tree. And even with our kids as adults, we'll go pick them up or we'll help them choose something online or whatever. This is something my wife has put together that I love as a tradition. And then once they are old enough and have moved out of the house, we give them their ornaments. All the ornaments yeah. they chose over the years, we give them to them. I love this tradition and it's tied to family home evening. Now, a funny side note, my kids being the way that my kids are, uh, one year, uh, I think it was Miles started it, our son Miles, uh, he came with the ugliest owl you've ever seen. And it was so obnoxiously ugly. It just looked, and it looked like something out of a horror film. They didn't mean it to be, it just was. And we were at Shopco, uh, may it rest in peace. Uh, we were Wait, at, something ugly from Shopco. Yeah, shockingly, something <laughs> ugly from Shopco. But he brought it home, and I made the mistake of saying that it pretty much, figuratively and literally, <laughs> looked like crap. 
<laughs> the kids named it the poop owl. <laughs> well, then that started this whole thing of the kids competing to see who could buy the tackiest, trashiest uh, decoration for our tree. Pretty soon. There's no winners. <laughs> oh, Ken, our, our tree looked like the day after Christmas at Shopco, all the ornaments that didn't sell. That's what our tree became. But we grew to love it. And yeah, it became something my, else. My, my father-in-law, making fun of our tree, came over one night, and he was drinking something out of a little Dixie cup. And he jokingly said, well, you've got so much trash on your tree. I'll just put this here. We wrote his name on the bottom of it, and it goes up every year now. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's how bad it got. Uh, do you have a special family home evening for, for December you guys usually do? We'll usually we'll go up and see the lights at Temple Square. Yeah. And then we've started doing the uh, you know those giving machines. And so right. the kids will all kind of save money and come and look at you can buy a goat for this village or, uh, you know, blankets for, you know, or school supplies right. or whatever. I love the giving machines. Yeah. That's become a thing that we've uh, focused on the last few years and we love it. I mean, the first year it really pulled at my heart. Like we, we'd gone up there and it was later in the season and like, and the, my kids had, yeah, you know, Katie and I will help supplement, but we have all the kids give to each other. Not like where you pick a name. Yeah. And so a lot of times, you know, they don't, have a lot of money and so we'll we'll help but they kind of felt like i've done i've done all my spending this year and then we went up to the giving machine Mm. and all of them came up with more they're like i want to i didn't know this i want to give this i want to do this and and it was really emotional for me but it was really sweet just to see your kids yeah feel the spirit of that and so that's become a thing that we've done every year now they know what it looks and feels like they kind of prepare for it that's beautiful yeah that's really cool so we love doing that my kids tried to break into the giving machines (laughs) Is the goat in there? (laughs) (laughs) I think if I reach my hand up, I could pull out a few bills. (laughs) Um, So Karma Merkley just shared with us all of the lyrics. Uh, This is the night we've waited for. Always a treat we have in store. We love each other more and more with every family night. Stories and games for everyone. Learning the gospel can be fun. Father and mother, daughter, son together on family night. By the way, that song describes no family night I'm aware of. <laughs> that's great. That's that's uh, that's nice, but it's also like Saturday is a special day. Nope. Uh, and the biggest lie of all church hymns, I'm so glad when daddy comes home. Not once have they climbed up on my knee, given me a big kiss, nothing. They don't notice I'm home or it's... Good, I'm glad you're home. Can I have 20 bucks? So uh, Leighton Evans says his favorite activity was a scavenger hunt his grandma put on. That, that would be really fun. David Fawcett says, uh, it's not while growing up, but my most memorable experience with FHE was on my mission in Chile. A ward member explained to us that almost no ward... Uh, no one in the ward could afford FHE. We couldn't understand why. After several weeks, it was explained to us that many years ago, when a missionary companionship, who were both from the U.S., taught the ward members about FHE, uh, one ended by saying sarcastically, and treats are the most important part of FHE. Chileans don't understand sarcasm. So it took us a lot of explaining for the ward members to understand it's perfectly acceptable to have FHE without treats. That's amazing. David, that's amazing. Wow. You know, and that just shows the importance of not being too... Flippant. (laughs) Too flippant or casual with our speech. 
Yeah, I mean, I served my mission in Chile as well in some very, very poor areas. Dave, if I remember, I think you were in Antofagasta. I could be wrong on that, but for some reason my memory is that. I was down in the south, and yeah, I mean, it's a burden, you know, and there was something very humbling. We would do family home evening, and, you know, there would be two cookies out on the, the table, and we'd have to beg them to split them with us because they wanted us to have them. I mean, we had some, gosh, Dave, that, that brings up some memories. But, you know, yeah, it's the importance of, but it also shows how culture develops, yeah. you know, yeah, and the importance of getting out of, you know, making people feel like things have to be a certain way. So I'm uh, just in you sharing that is reminding me of a story. So Katie grew up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, um, and her, you know, she's one of 10 kids. This is Ken's wife, Katie. Yeah, yep. my wife. Sorry, my wife, Katie. She's one of 10 kids, nine girls and then a boy. And her parents uh, were very, very, very good at reaching out. And so there was a, um, there were uh, some new converts, the Santoses uh, in the ward. And the Fillmores, Katie's family, would have them over for family home evening regularly kind of as an example this is what it looks like this is what it can feel like and had them in their home a lot and so uh then the santos has moved from uh, pennsylvania to florida and katie's family eventually moved from pennsylvania and uh, so we're sitting in our ward here in utah decades later um and I'm uh, up on the stand and katie's in the congregation and i look down at her and i see her eyes get big and the Santoses had just moved into our ward, and Sister Santos was at the pulpit speaking, and Katie recognized her, and then she recognized Katie and got emotional and was like, "Oh my God, this was the family when we first joined the church, you know, whatever it was, thirty years ago. How beautiful is that that took us in and and so this family home even the spirit of that was very much felt by this young new you know new converts to the gospel who and to, and then to see them have this connection decades later, like live, like we're all watching it, was really cool. So, Boy, that just shows the power. Yeah, yeah, the incredible power FHE has. By the way, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm counting this as FHE. <laughs> <laughs> it's this Tuesday. None of my family's you here. Can play this podcast for him next week. Can I'm counting? That's it. right. If you're looking for uh, FHE, please listen to uh, the sharing time on Monday evenings yes. with your family. <laughs> this could be your FHE. Uh, by the way, uh, David Fawcett served in Concepcion, the complete opposite side of Chile. So I oh. don't know where I got that so wrong. Sorry about that, Dave. Um, just north of where I served. But uh, but yeah, and, you know, and I'm looking forward to getting a little bit older too. You know, I mean, I've got the next year and a half with Keaton. But I love watching as my parents, COVID has changed it a little bit. But, you know, every Monday, I feel like my parents have a way better social life than I had when I was single. <laughs> like every Monday night there, we're There's getting together. We're getting together with this this couple. We're all going to the movies. We're all going out, you know, for bike ride, whatever. It's amazing. Like, yeah. The things that they do. So I'm kind of looking forward. Does, does your ward do the empty nesters? Yeah, they have... I don't know about, you know, we just moved. I don't know if this ward does, but uh, I, yes, we have been in wards that have done that. Have you ever spoken at an empty nesters meeting? Have you ever been? <laughs> no. Have you ever attended one? No, they, they'll they call and I say, uh, you're interrupting 
uh, family home <laughs> evening. No, <laughs> no I, we've never been asked to do that. I, I take it you have. I did, and it was so fun. I spoke <laughs> did on... Did you show a video and go, thoughts? <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> That's my video. Thoughts. <laughs> oh, no, I did my part. Thoughts. <laughs> no, I had the best time. It was in this ward, and... Uh, they asked me to speak on travel. And so I put together a whole PowerPoint, massive oh, wow. PowerPoint on how to find the best rates on flights, how to, you know, on how to find deals on hotels, like wh- how to use Priceline and how to use Hotwire and, and uh, the, the benefits of getting like a, a Marriott credit card or a Delta credit card and and I mean, you would have thought I was explaining the future. It was so amazing. I mean, it was so funny because people were like, so do I have to call Hotwire? No, you don't even have to call them. You can get on the computer and it's just in there. Okay. All but right, you wizard. <laughs> we cast you out, devil. We don't know what these demons are. Uh, but then what's funny is I sit and I go, man. Gosh, it was so many elderly people. But then I get home and I'm like, Keaton, how do you turn on the Apple TV again? <laughs> oh, man. That is so fun. Well, I think, Ken, we can all agree. Uh, family Home Evening special. I mean, it's oh, something yeah. special. Yeah. It's something I love about our culture. It's something I love that we have. And listen to how many great uh, memories and thoughts it churned up. And uh, I'm super grateful for it. I'm going to rededicate myself to stronger. I'm going to bring JC back. Make him come back. Thoughts? Thoughts. <laughs> well, anything else from your side, Ken? No, I agree with everything you've, you've said. What a great, uh, it's a great, and it feels odd to say this during COVID because there is a lot of slowness during this time. But for me, the, those Monday nights have been, there's kind of a stillness to it. And you yeah. can, I don't know, it's been a time where I've, often felt like I'm seeing my children maybe the way father sees them yeah and 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 gives you a good you're not trying to get them somewhere you're not you know running different directions it's it's sort of a time of just being able to to be without a lot of other distractions and and there is power in that I agree that there's there's a blessing in that so I think it's special I I love it too I think it's a blessing, and we feel very blessed to have been with all of you tonight. Thank you so much to our Facebook Live audience for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. And all you who are listening on the podcast, gosh, thank you so much. If you could give us a a five-star review on the podcast format, or if you're watching on Facebook right now, go to the Sharing Time page. Give us a five-star review. It helps other people to find our show. And if you think this was a lot of fun tonight, be sure to join us next time. Uh, Make sure you're checking for updates. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you enjoyed this little bit of time together talking about something so special as FHE. So for the Sharing Time Podcast, I'm Sean Rapier. I'm Ken Craig. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much. (laughs) 